Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Let's start with First Republic. First Republic Bank, as you don't know, or you may not remember from yesterday, had a horrible earnings call. It was so horrible that they actually took zero questions, which I think was greatly disappointing and certainly not a sign of strength. First, folks, if you normally watch the Daily Financial News, I usually do this on my whiteboard, but I am all packed up, ready to go out to Vegas to get a little bit better. Yes, we are investing in myself to learn about other parts of the real estate game. So my normal microphone and whatnot is all packed up. So we're doing this from my desk. Thank you very much for watching, subscribing, and being a part of One Rental at a Time. So back to First Republic. Their stock was down 50% yesterday. It was halted multiple times. Um, It's a problem. Right now, it appears that the bank is trying to strong arm these other larger banks into performing some kind of rescue. Let's not forget that these banks already gave First Republic $30 billion of uninsured deposits. Let's not forget. Does anybody really think those are uninsured or do you think the Treasury, the FDIC gave them a wink, wink, nod, nod, says, hey, if you put in the money, we got you. I believe they did. I don't believe this money is truly uh, at risk, but there's a good chance we are going to find out. Uh, Appears that First Republic has something on the order of a $28 billion hole on their balance sheet. I don't know how they survive this. I really don't. It looks like First Republic is trying. They're laying off 25%. They have stopped doing interest only on uh, mortgages. Folks, if you don't know, let me just give you a a flavor of a loan that First Republic would have done the last couple of years, right? First Republic Bank is obviously one that's catered to the richity, rich, rich, rich folks. Here is an example. There's a Goldman Sachs executive who got an $11.2 million loan, interest only, interest only, sub 3%. So there is no question that that loan is, quote, money good, right? There's no thought that this Goldman Sachs executive is going to default on their loan. That's not the question. The question is, hey, you've got a loan. Let's just pick a number at 2.8%. And now rates are 6.5 or 7. That loan, which is 11.2 on your books because it says held to maturity, is now probably worth, what, 7 That's what happens when rates go up this fast. Uh, The value of those loans go down. So this is part of the hole uh, that First Republic has. And this was a very, very common uh, product. 
uh, they would do interest-only loans at ridiculously low rates to cater to their rich clientele. Hey, let's give a shout out to Betty. Betty was nice enough to send over a super chat. I appreciate it. Um, thank you, Betty. That's very nice of you. I enjoy doing this daily financial news with you. I enjoy interacting, answering questions. So thank you for being here, Betty. That was very generous of you. I appreciate it. So again, First Republic is in trouble. Uh, I, again, I don't see how they get taken over. They have to go out of business. They have to be taken over by FDIC. That is the only way a bank will pick over their balance sheet, take the good parts, and leave the bad parts. My fear, as I said yesterday and two weeks ago, is the the hole on their balance sheet is so large. And when FDIC takes them over, they have to recognize losses immediately. They don't have this held to maturity nonsense. So again, this, this is a problem. This is not going away. And I don't see the big banks <coughs> coming to their rescue at this point. Hey, Michelle, thank you very much. I appreciate that super chat. It's very nice of you to do that. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So again, I think First Republic is... Banking crisis. And if you don't think the banking crisis is real, go check out Bitcoin. Last time I checked, I think Bitcoin was up a couple of thousand dollars. I think there's a lot of people uh, that are like, man, this this thing's not over and uh, moving their cash elsewhere. Right. To money markets, to treasuries, to big banks. And yes, gold, silver and uh, Bitcoin. So it's very interesting to watch. Uh, First Republic is changing their business model so much. They're actually looking to write. Fannie and Freddie loans. I have to imagine First Republic three months ago would have turned their nose up at that business. They were hotty toddy and too good for too good for that. But now they're just doing everything they can. So it's going to be very interesting to watch this. Let's talk about big tech. Big tech, Microsoft. Microsoft beat top line, beat bottom line. Uh, did highlight that the cloud business is slowing, uh, but not nearly as bad as some people had feared. Google also, or Alphabet, beat top line, beat bottom line, and announced a $70 billion stock buyback. Think about that, $70 billion stock buyback. That $70 billion is bigger than the market cap of many other companies. So it's pretty interesting. They also appear, at least on an accounting basis, to have made Google Cloud profitable. However, looking at the numbers, it appears that they moved some historical expenses from the cloud business to another business, which is, you know, it's these things accountants do, which I admit I was a part of that, uh, that family 30 years ago. Uh, if they, if you want to make the cloud business look profitable, all you have to do is start going through your expenses and go, you know what, that hundred million dollars in expenses, that really should be over here because, you know, we're doing this and we're doing that and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It doesn't feel like an apples to apple comparison. But, hey, Google wanted their cloud business to be profitable. And magically, the accountants made that happen. Other earnings that are interesting is Chipotle. Chipotle was a pandemic darling, uh, continuing to do uh, amazing things, beat top line, beat bottom line. Same store sales, let's round it up to 10.9% or round it up to 11, actually came in at 10.9%. Digital orders now are 40% of their business. It was much higher a year ago, but still, uh, you know, great digital business. They did open 41 new locations in the quarter. 
and they are targeting over 250 locations this year. So Chipotle, they are they are going for it. They they are investing. They do not see. They're not slowing down. Uh, Polte Homes, Polte Homes, man, I, man, if you are shorting home builders because you thought home builders were going to crash, you are getting hurt. Polte Homes beat top line, beat bottom line, and boosted share buybacks one billion dollars. Yeah, they boosted share buybacks. I do think it's interesting that Polte would boost their share buyback a billion dollars when their stock is at or near an all-time high. Also, it tells me that they don't have a better use of capital. What might be a better use of capital for a home builder? Land. Land. You saw a lot of home builders walk from options on land. So I do think that is pretty interesting. Big news for all the home builders going forward is the cancellation rate. We saw the cancellation rate spike in Q4. Uh, it is now down to 13% uh, at Polte, down from 32% specifically. One of my dogs was making noise. Sorry. So again, uh, Polte Homes with a nice uh, earnings beat. In phase, in phase, solar, in phase, missed revenue, sales in the U.S. down 9% and gave weak guidance. Uh, that that's going to hurt the stock. I actually didn't check this morning, but it looks like uh, I would guess it's probably uh, not not enjoying it a lot. Boeing beat top line, beat bottom line and increased production of their 737 Max. Uh, pretty interesting there. Let's move on to three other earnings that talk about the consumer. These are ones I was looking for. Visa, right? The credit card. Of course, they beat top line, beat bottom line. Their payment volume and transaction volume. We're both up 10%, over 10% year on year. So, you know, the consumers are still shopping. How about Hilton? We have, I have often talked about goods inflation and goods, the cardboard boxes being down. Looks like Hilton beat top line, beat bottom line and raised guidance. Folks, we are still traveling. The summer season, we heard from what? American Airlines, United, Delta, now Hilton. Talking about all the amazing trips uh, folks have planned for this summer. Let's find out where the One Rental at a Time family is going. Do me a favor. Leave comments below. If you have booked a trip for this summer, just, you know, typey, typey, and tell me where you're going. I want to get the comment section rolling here. And uh, apparently, comment section rolling means we attract more viewers, and that would be wonderful. So help me. If you have booked a trip or thinking about book a trip, where are you going? I want to hear. I want to live vicariously through you. So let me know where you are going. I would love to hear from that. Uh, and then ADP. ADP is interesting to me. You might not think that's a consumer-based stock. It certainly is, in my opinion. ADP is essentially the payroll platform for a majority or a large swath of small businesses. I believe the U.S. economy is built on the back of small and medium-sized businesses. So if ADP is performing... Generally speaking, to me, it may, means it feels like the job market is doing well. Well, ADP beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised guidance. Pretty cool stuff. Folks, have you ever heard of a gentleman named Stanley Druckenmiller? I believe we talked about Stanley Druckenmiller a couple of times over the last four years. He is, without a doubt, uh, first off, he is a billionaire. Uh, he cut his teeth, I think, with George Soros, what was that, 20 years ago when they broke the pound? Uh, or the sterling. Um, but why I bring him up is he is out. If the news reports are correct, he is shorting the dollar. 
shorting the dollar. Folks, follow me on uh, Twitter, one rinse at a time. I actually put that out this morning. I'm being a little bit more active on Twitter. But yeah, Stanley Druckenmiller shorting the U.S. dollar. What does that mean? What is he doing? Well, essentially, in my opinion, he is betting that Jerome Powell doesn't have the backbone to raise higher and longer. That's a bold bet. If you follow this channel, you know I believe we will get our final uh, Fed funds rate increase on May 3rd. That will take us to a terminal rate of 5 to 5.25%. Five they call it 5.12. It is what it is. What Stanley Druckenmiller is doing by shorting the dollar is he's basically saying the economy is slowing faster than they expect. Something is going to break and the Fed will be cutting rates this year. That's what I think shorting the dollar means is he expects Jerome Powell to give up on one of his core beliefs. One of the things that I brought to this channel, I think a year ago, is Jerome Powell wants to break the Fed put. I believe if Jerome Powell gives up this year and cuts, he will go against his the thing that he wants to be remembered for in breaking the Fed put. So I think it's an interesting bet. What would you do? Would you short the dollar? Would you let it roll? It's certainly not a play I would like to go after, but uh, I did think that was interesting. Uh, one more earnings call to talk about that I forgot, my apologies, is UPS, United Postal Service. United Postal Service in the Q&A, this came from the Q&A, basically said shipments in January above expectations. February at expectations. Now pay attention. March significantly below expectations. Now I ask you, what happened in March? Silicon Valley Bank blew up, I think on the 12th or 13th. I came out shortly thereafter saying, I think the consumer is broke. They're scared. They're going to conserve. They're going to stop shopping. They're going to stop spending. UPS is one of the first ones to break it down. I did not see that in Visa's report. I would have loved to see Visa talk about January, February, March, and I did not see that in the reports that I saw. But UPS clearly said, let me get the quote, significantly lower as we saw a shift in consumer spending in March. And then lastly, folks, it looks like mortgage applications to buy are up again. They're up about 5% week on week. And that is in the face of higher mortgage rates. So again, uh, rates went up from 6.43 to 6.55. Mortgage rates are up. I want to thank everybody for participating yesterday. I asked you, is your market hotter today than it was December? About 90%, maybe 92% of you said your market's hotter today. About 8% of you said, nope, my market is cooler. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Let's congratulate CJ. CJ, your card will go out in the mail today. Uh, congratulations on your next deal. I think that you said this was deal number six. Might have been deal number eight. Forgive me, I read it last night, but your CJ, your card is going out in the mail. And then Justin. Justin, you uh, came to my website, onerentalatatime.com, and ordered two autographed books, both One Rental at a Time and 15 Conversations with Millionaires. The books are signed. I will be honest, I don't know that I can get to the post office today. Uh, as I will be heading home and then heading out to Vegas because I want to get better at real estate. I'm investing a couple of grand going to a real estate event in Vegas. So 
I'm not sure I'll be able to mail these. So these might go out uh, tomorrow. Or I'm sorry, when I get back, which I think is Wednesday of next week. So I'll try. I will do my best, but I'm not sure this will go out. So guys, have a wonderful day. Thank you for doing this with me. Again, tell me where you are traveling. I want to hear from you. I want to see the comments blow up so more and more folks can come. Folks, thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.